I'm Michael Kist of Bleeding Green Nation, and I invite you, gentle listener, to join us for the best analysis of the Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles in the business. BGN Radio provides you with the most informative preview shows, and the Kist and Solak show dives deep into all the schemes and X and O details you could ever want. Plus discussions with the industry's brightest minds, including former NFL players and press conferences from the Eagles coaching staff to keep you up to date and informed every step of the way. Subscribe to Bleeding Green Nation today. Fly, Eagles, fly. Hey everybody, how you doing? Well, that's good. Welcome to the Broad Street Hockey Facebook Live post game. My name is Bill Matz. I'm your director of fun and games for the evening. What a piece of shit that was. My God. It, I swear to you right now, if the Flyers in this in their post games all came out and said, yeah, we started drinking way too early. Uh, sorry, we started celebrating. It's better than the alternative of, ah, uh, yeah, we just didn't give a fuck tonight. Like, that was one of the most lifeless efforts. And I've been watching this team. I've been watching their bad games. Uh, you know, we all have. We've been watching this core now fail for a while. But, my, I don't know if I've ever seen a game uh, that was just uh, going through the motions like that. I, I, that's the worst effort I've maybe ever seen. I, I can't imagine there were any hits in that game. Uh, somehow they're credited with 17. I saw maybe two. I. That was just bullshit. It was a waste of time. The players didn't care. They didn't want to be there. That was evident from, like, the opening face-off. This hat is way too tight. Um, yeah, I, I, I've just – Carter Hart was really bad. But that, they, if he was really good, they still would have lost. And, and that's, you know, because we like Carter Hart, we're going to say things like that. Um, a 20-year – any goalie is going to have a bad game. Goalies have shit games. You know, Patrick Waugh gave up nine once. Bad games happen. Um, this is just part of the development curve. This is the thing I said was going to happen when he got called up. It took longer than I thought, honestly. Uh, he's going to get shelled a couple of times, you know. He's going to have his good games, too. He's a good goalie. He's going to be a good goalie. Um, he's going to get beaten up a little bit, and that happened tonight, but – at the end of the day, if Neuvert makes his start, they probably lose two to one instead of you know like uh, just an absolute joke of an effort. Um, they came in, they came into the third down three nothing, right? Yeah, they're down three nothing coming into the third, and with five minutes to go in the period, they had four shots on net. Yeah, that tells me you don't care. Um, now I, I tweeted out, and I, I honestly, um, I honestly believe it, it, the coach shouldn't have pulled the goalie. Uh, I don't think I, I. They should have pulled Hart when they did. I don't think they should have pulled Neuvert for the extra attacker uh, when they did. What's the point? If I'm the coach, I'm looking at all the players on the bench and saying, "You didn't try for 58 minutes. What's the point now?" Nope. You made this bed. I'm not going to let you try to pad your stats with a Braden Shen goal late to uh, make yourselves feel better. You deserve this loss. They should have given up a hundred tonight. If they had lost 100-0, to zero, it would have been less embarrassing, honestly. Carolina is not good. I, 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 I'm baffled. Not, I'm not baffled because we've seen this team come out and lay an egg. We've seen them have, uh, you know, we've seen them have the dud games and everything before, but I, they just did not try tonight. And if they were to try to tell me they tried, I'd laugh in their face. No, you didn't, man. It's worse if you tried tonight. It's worse if you tried tonight because that means you stink. That means you are not good at all, and most of the players don't belong in the NHL. That's what saying you tried your hardest tonight would mean to me. Oh, well, then you're just not an NHL player, huh? 
all right, well, it's one or the other because that wasn't an NHL effort. They didn't deserve to be out there tonight. Uh, 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 it's New Year's Eve. We all got drinking to do. Let's get to your questions and comments and go from there because I'm not hanging out tonight. That game was a waste of time. There's no reason to think about it any longer than we absolutely have to. I'm just sick of watching this team. Yeah, absolutely. There needs to be trades. These are the types of games that get – a game like this gets a core piece traded. I don't care what the circumstances are, blah, 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 waiting for the right move, everything. Sometimes you just need an infusion of different. I'm not saying energy. I'm not saying improvement. I'm saying you need an infusion of different in this goddamn locker room because clearly this mix isn't getting it done. And I do think that there's just a lot – there are a couple of pieces – like. I think there's a way to make this team good by next year. I really do believe that. Uh, it'll take some savvy maneuvering, but it has to start now. You can't just keep running this thing out there, asking people to watch it, asking people to pay for it, and asking the players who actually are trying to continue to just look around and go, hey, where's all my help? They had the goalie pulled at one point tonight and had four guys on the ice. That just means you're not paying attention to what you're supposed to be doing. Plain and simple, you don't know what, you know, the ball came to you and you didn't know where to throw it. That's all there is to it. Send the puck down the boards, lose it, dump it, lose it, throw passes without looking. Yeah, I mean, you know, that is what it is. Uh, trade JVR, Provorov, and Sanheim. Yeah, that's a good idea. You see that guy Justin Williams we watched tonight? That's a real good idea. Get rid of young players. Get rid of them all. Get rid of them all. I found out a good time to get a drink when the Flyers are on the power play. I think they're, lay they're three for their last 43 or something like that. Um, I, I When I saw that stat, all I could think of is how did they get the three? Um, like the like the shower scene in uh, in Bull Durham. How the hell did we get, you know? That's, that's what I was thinking. What's worse, personally, is I have to pay to watch this crap since I'm now living in Georgia. Well, at least you, I hope you get the full package of NHL TV and get to watch teams like Toronto and Colorado just to have a little bit of fun hockey in your life. Because if you're only with the, uh, if you're only watching the Flyers, oh my God, I feel for you, man. I can't. I seriously watch the other teams just to give me, like, I do like hockey. That's right. I enjoy this very much. It is not a painful experience. I've checked out for this year. Mike, I think the players are with you. Uh-huh, uh-huh. If this team doesn't care, why should I? That's um. That's a great question. It's That's a great question. Had to listen to Kane's broadcast. They are terrible, almost as bad as Flyers played tonight. I, I like some of the Kane's broadcasters. Uh, they look so sloppy, bad passes, turnovers, needless icing, something really rotten with the core of this team. They need a shake-up. They very badly need to need to break things up here. Uh, like I said, I think it's very possible to turn this team into a good team, but it's going to take some moves, and you have to start now. Get a head start on the offseason. Um, moves like, remember the – and we don't have a Forsberg, but it's not like Forsberg was Forsberg when the Flyers traded him the second time. 
Um, moves like that Forsberg trade for the first, for Scotty Upshaw, for Ryan Parent, and then you flip that first back to that same team and get a Scott Hartnell and a chemo team in it, and suddenly, boom, you have four pieces. You have four pieces. Now, Ryan Parent didn't turn out. I was just joking with Charlie. It's funny that this came up. I was just joking with Charlie about this. Of all the defensemen the, uh, the Predators have traded, is Parent like the only one that didn't turn out good for the team? Like, I mean, Shea Weber's older and he's been hurt, but it's still, they, you know, they got the, his whole freaking career out of him first before they traded him. And it's not like he's been bad for Montreal. Suter leaves in free agency. He's been pretty damn good for the Wild. They trade Seth Jones. They trade Kimo Tiemann. How do <laughs> And they still have, like, the best top four in hockey. It's unbelievable. Um this group of players just doesn't work together. Hard to argue. Can we rehire and fire hack repeatedly to get some more wins out of this group? That was something that we talked about, um, like in the maybe the first the first couple of post games after uh, after they fired Hackstall was, oh yeah, the team looks better, blah blah blah. And there is always kind of a honeymoon with a new coach, at least effort wise. Um, but the, the thing about the Flyers is every seven to ten days, they give you two games where you go, oh, yeah, okay, they look good again. Let's see if we can build on this. I don't know how many times in the first two and a half months of the season I went, all right, this is something to build on. Let's go from here and do this. And then the next night they come out and shit themselves. So, I, you know, I can't even say it was the firing of Hackstall. I just think it was their on scheduled. oh, we're going to look good for a few days uh, of the month and then continue to just – you know, be mediocre. Simmons losing value every game. He made a he made a nice play. I actually liked that. Um, I actually kind of liked that uh, that Wheel and Simmons duo tonight. That combination. Who the hell were they out there with? Was it um, was that Lawton? I kind of liked what I saw out of them for a little bit, but you know, Simmons was always I. They're going to get something for him. They have to trade him at this point. They're going to get something for him. A rental guy, the price is – all it takes is one. I really can't speculate on what they're going to get for Wayne Simmons because if you were to ask me to speculate on what fucking Thomas Tatar would go for, it wouldn't have been a first, a second, and a third like he got last year. So, you know, hard to judge right now. Fletcher better be busy in early 2019. Fletcher better be busy on the plane ride to Nashville tonight. I'm okay with the Simmons assists and Jake goal up that trade value, boys. I was just mad because I thought they honestly deserved to get shut out tonight. Uh, And I know that sounds terrible. I am a Flyers fan. Um, Look around me. But I, I, I really thought they deserved to get shut out tonight. But, yeah, sure, you know, up that value, whatever. Had to flip over and watch the Penn's Wild game. That is how desperate I was. Just watch a replay of the uh, Vikings-Bears game. That will put you in a better mood. AMAC pushed my grandmother down the stairs. Are we starting this stuff again? Not tonight. Let's do it on a night AMAC deserves it because everyone else deserves it tonight. Center ice free this week. We got what we paid for. Well, there you go. There you go, fam. Um, who would even want Simmer or Jake at this point? I, yeah, I mean, someone would absolutely give you a lot for either one. 
A call-up would be nice if there's no trades till the deadline. They need a call-up regardless, but they also need to make trades. They need to do a lot of things to infuse the young talent into this group. Because if not now, when? If not when your team isn't even trying anymore two weeks. Like, what's it been since Hack got fired? And they're out there just skating around like it's goddamn public skate at the local rink. Like, why not call up some guys now? What's the point of not doing it? This group isn't good enough together. And I like a lot of these guys. And it's going to hurt if some of the guys that I like get traded. But it's not like they haven't earned it. It's not like they haven't earned this one. Because, Jesus, what, what else do we need to see out of this group to know it's not going to work? I'm done. I only have BSH and a few others. I love you all. Thank you for making it as fun as possible. Take it easy, Daniel. If you're going to go celebrate the holiday, I would. Bill, if you read this, thanks, man, for sharing the love and pain after the games. This shit won't last much longer. We can only, all we can do is believe that, you know? Um, I appreciate your kind words. Um, I get the, you know, I get to have my therapy with you guys as well. This keeps me sane. Um, but thank you for the for the kind words. Um, yeah, all we can do is hope that that's true. Uh, I I believe it. I honestly do that. Good times are ahead for this team. We just need to put it in motion. Like, and I know Fletcher is making the calls. He's doing all the things he's supposed to do. But I'm not going to be happy. I'm not going to be satisfied. I'm not going to be content until I at least see someone doing something. Make a move. Make a call-up. Do literally anything, man. The Carter Hart thing is a good start. Friedman and Myers aren't here, and that's a mistake. Uh, we're, we're wasting time. We're wasting valuable years of these guys' like productivity, even if they're not at their peak. like They could be productive players here. And again, what are they going to be? Worse? What, like, what, they're in, are they in last place yet? Are they actually in last place yet? Let's take it. I don't know. It might not have even updated yet on NHL.com, but let's give it a look. Check out the old standings. Look at the conference first. They are... Yeah, okay, so this game is up there. They are one point ahead of Ottawa, 35 points in 38 games. Ottawa has 34 and 39, and league-wide, they are fourth from the bottom. L.A. is 33 and 39, Ottawa 34 and 39, St. Louis 34 and 36, Philly 35 and 38. So we're, we're right there. Uh, lose for Hughes, baby. Can the fans rotate the head coaching job to keep the team in honeymoon mode? Again, what's it going to be? Worse? A playoff team would love Simmer. And that's the thing with these wingers is, yes, I get frustrated with a Jake Voracek and all that, but at the end of the day, playmaking wingers, goal-scoring wingers, these guys need effective centers to help them push play. Um Flyers don't really have many of those, you know. Uh, they had to move Giroux to center just to give the team two because Nolan Patrick's been bad. Jordan Wheel's been in and out of the lineup. Vorobiev lasted less than, you know, two weeks or whatever it was. Um, Lawton's been moved around wing to center. 
uh, freaking Laterra still finds his way. And this has to be the end of Laterra now that he's being charged. Now that he's actually being charged, this has to be the end of Laterra, right? Ugh. Bill, thoughts on Hexy not trading Manning to the Oilers last season? There's a lot of variables, but the one thing we know is uh, Chirelli's a bad GM, and he really overvalues bad players. So it's really hard to come up with a scenario where Hextall wouldn't have been able to win a trade that involved Brandon Manning and really just speaks to his um, – to how tentative he was to do anything. Like, I don't care what the return would have been for Brandon Manning. He wasn't trying – that's – oh, well, what if he was trying to unload Lucic's contract? He wasn't. Look at his history. Look at Pete Chiarelli's history. It's bad. He gave up fucking Taylor Hall for Adam Larson. He's bad at his job. If you think he was trying to play three-dimensional chess with Ron Hextall, I, 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 yeah, he was wearing 2D glasses and looking at the back of a comic book. I, but without knowing the variables, because there certainly are some, uh, it does look bad that a GM known for overpaying for, you know, subpar NHL players like Brandon Manning um, wanted Brandon Manning, and Ron Hextall was like, I think I'll hold on to him and let him walk as a free agent for nothing. I have no problem with letting Brandon Manning walk for nothing. It's, you know, whatever. But if someone was willing to give you anything for him, literally anything, I don't care if it was a seventh-round pick in 2024. Still something. What about Ben? Would we, would he be someone the Flyers could get for a Simmons? It's going to take a big – maybe Simmons is part of a package or something for a Jamie Ben or a Tyler Sagan, but um, it's going to take a lot more than, than a Wayne Simmons. For Those guys both have a lot of term. They're owed a lot of money, uh, and they're really, really, really good players. So, I you know. The rest of this season should be considered an evaluation, and they should bring up players to evaluate. There's no point in running out this same lineup every night. It's not a good team. That's all there is to it. Could this see? Could this group of players have like done things a little differently and like been a playoff team? Yes, absolutely. But they never recovered from the bad goaltending they got to start the year, and now that the goaltending is a little bit better. Tonight, of course, yes, Carter Hart has the shit performance. But overall, goaltending's been better the last couple weeks. Um, they're just they're not they're not making up for it. We said like after December fourth last year, they were a top five team in hockey. It was going to take a similar run. Well, now we're into the new year. You know, we just wrapped up twenty eighteen. They don't look anything close to a team that's going to make that type of run. Um, they they're fourth from the bottom in the whole freaking league. They're only ahead of Ottawa, who traded their good players this offseason. Two of their, like, three good players. Uh, turns out Thomas Chabot's pretty good, too. So two of their four good players. Uh, but I... Happy and safe New Year, Bill and everyone at BSH. Thank you, Steve. Why all this negativity directed at the best face-off team in the NHL? Good one, Siege. Um, how many days till spring training? Go Phillies. Ah, well, you know. 
Phillies are only going to be so exciting if they don't add anyone else. Uh, I do believe they've improved themselves this offseason, but Jesus, it's not going to be fun if they don't add anyone else. How do you explain the lackluster play? I, I don't. I think they just didn't give a fuck tonight. That's, they just It's a group of guys who are too comfortable. This, this room needs a shakeup badly. I don't know how I calm you down, Kent, but I appreciate it. Uh, E-A-G-L-E-S, it's all we have left. Hey, if we really did sell our souls for that Super Bowl, maybe there's some maybe there's some residual hope of that left. Looked like it yesterday, didn't it? <laughs> I'd rather watch Steve Harvey New Year than whatever that was. Certainly wasn't a hockey game. All you people who want to get rid of Sanheim after, like, less than a season's worth of games are smoking crack. Uh, I really want Capo Caco. My God, the fun we could have for that name. As great as Jack Hughes would be. Um, my God. Capo Caco. My, it's just so much fun to even think about. Scroll down a little here. Uh, would you trade Drew straight up to Colorado for Ottawa's 2019 first pick that Colorado possesses? No. No. Definitely not before the lottery either. No. Wouldn't even want to see this team in the playoffs would be worse than last year. AJ, I don't think you're going to have to worry about that. The PK has actually gotten better, low bar and all. Yeah, they're like, you know, not the worst thing I've ever seen for the last couple of weeks. I'll give them that, but, you know. Do you feel that this Flyers team uh, has ever been this lazy, even that I can remember? Is this the laziest Flyers team you've ever seen? <sighs> I mean, there were some great teams that would – Put out some pretty bad efforts. Um, may you know some of those Lindros and Post like right around the two thousands era. I mean, they made runs and everything, and they were good for the most part. But like, this hat is no good. I wanted to wear a new hat for post game tonight, and it's just no good. Um, yeah, for uh, I. For what they have, like, this should be a team of workers. Like, that third and fourth line, man, it's I, – I don't know. I don't know. Power play and penalty kill has been atrocious. That power play is just – I don't even – In the beginning of the season, I would say no, but it's hard not to think this team is just bad. It's definitely a team that could have gone either way having a terrible season. I was saying to someone on Twitter tonight, like, once once the GM gets fired in November and a couple of weeks later the coach gets fired, uh, you had to lower the, – the expectations just became different. That's – yeah, clearly there's something else wrong, but the organization as a whole has to be changed. And 
I'm happy they're taking those steps. I'm glad they brought in somebody from the outside and everything. Um, but you know, they got to start, they got to start making moves here. What's going to be the score tomorrow night against the Preds? You can never, you can never guess with this team because when they turn it on, they look really good. This is a team capable of turning it on from time to time. So I don't even, I don't make a, I don't make predictions with this team because they're so inconsistent. This sucks. I shouldn't feel disinterested in Flyers games already. Basically, numb when we lose. I'm numb to the losing, but effort is one thing, and evaluations of guys who are going to be here when this team is good again. That's what I'm most interested in now is just evaluating the guys who I think are going to be here and then finding out who is actually going to be here. So it's just little things from here on out. I mean, the big picture of the season is now they fucking let this one get away, didn't they? Yeah. But there's other things you can look to how some of these young guys progress and all. Replace Ghost with Sanheim for a shakeup. Wouldn't mind that at all. Uh, wouldn't even mind going with a um, like a Sanheim at the top and put Ghost where Voracek is, something like that, uh, to give Ghost opportunity to skate into the slot a little more, reduce the distance between him and the net. They ran a wrinkle a couple of nights ago with uh, Jake at the top for an extended period of time and um, Ghost in his spot, and I, I, I liked it. I thought it had a potential, but... They didn't really do it much after that. You think if we started the season with a new GM and coach, things would have gone different, or do you feel the season would have been the same? Uh, I think we could have had maybe avoided some of the slides with a different coach. I don't think the GM has much to do with the on-ice product other than putting – if like when do we get the new GM? Do we get the new GM before the draft? Do we get him before free agency? Does he do things differently? So I, I don't think he has much of anything to do with, you know, once the games start. But, um, you know, with the coach, I guess you could say maybe they'd avoid some of these slides, but they've had slides under all the coaches. So Dump Laterra and use the money to sign a better player. They have plenty of money without dumping Laterra, and they'll still have – and his contract expires after the season no matter what. So his money – his contract doesn't matter at all. There is no reason to care about Yuri Laterra's contract whatsoever. They can take on like 35, 36 million in cap hits uh, at the draft this year. They're going to have over 30 million this, this offseason. Laterra – get Laterra's contract out of your mind. It does not matter. What is it really going to take to turn it around? Uh, perpetual losers is all I feel like we are. Guys, I think you got to put it in perspective, like, what this team has been going through. Yes, the last couple years have sucked, but, like, they were designed to go the way they went. That's, that's the way the seasons were designed. They need to do a lot 
but it's very doable. Like what Holmgren did from, you know, 07 to 2010. Those are the things he can do with this team right now. You just have to draft well. You have to choose which which of your prospects are already here are going to be – which prospects that are already here are going to be core pieces and which ones are, you know, part of packages that you're going to move for other NHL guys. And it's it's there's going to be a lot of decisions that have to be made, and they are absolutely tough decisions, but it's a doable job. Uh, they were in a much worse spot. Uh, they've been in worse spots. It, it's a doable thing to get out of this uh, with all the assets they have, with all the cap space they have, with the talent currently here. It is very doable. Are we going to see Frost in the lineup next year? Dude's got to put on some weight. Uh, I would love to see him. There's nothing I would like to see more than Morgan Frost in this lineup next year. But, gee, maybe with this new regime, they won't be as, you know, reluctant to call guys up. I would love to see Morgan Frost, um, anyone with his skill set. I would take anybody with his skill set at this point. But um, I, I, we really don't know what the new regime uh, we don't know who the coach is going to be and what he's going to value. We don't know what they're going to do in free agency. We don't know what guys they're going to trade. So I just think it's too early to make a projection to make a projection about guy who's going to be 19, 20 years old. You know. Is there any way to watch Phantoms games until the Flyers get out of this shit show? AHL TV. It's, uh, I'm told it's really good quality now. The AHL streaming service absolutely used to suck, but uh, I'm told it's good now. Bill, if you were in that locker room right now as a member of the coaching staff, what do you say? I, I don't know what there is to say after that one. It's just not good enough, boys. It's just not good enough. Um, you know, I let my lineup make uh, – I would let my lineups do the talking in the next few weeks. I think this is a situation where you maybe call up some guys. You maybe move some guys up and down in the lineup who are um, – you know, maybe Scott Lawton all of a sudden is the 2C. Maybe, you know, Michael Roffel is playing with Claude Giroux. I, I would try a lot of shit. Uh, the Tyrell Goldborn thing always works. Whenever they call him up, uh, even when they don't dress him, it just seems like the threat of them playing Tyrell Goldborn is enough to inspire the boys. But I, they're in a they're in a weird weird spot right now. Um, yeah, I don't envy the coach at this moment because he's got a team that like just plays and doesn't play when they see fit. I mean, they don't need to tank to turn it around. That's You don't need to do that. You have all the assets you would have gained from tanking. You don't need to tank to continue to lose either. They're fourth fewest points in the league right now. They're just – you don't need to. Bill, with $30 million available, who's on your 2019 free agent wish list? Um – yeah, I mean, Panarin's got to be right there. Uh, I'm Jesus, I would kill for Eric Carlson, but uh, I, I really want some more dy- – they just need more dynamic forwards. Is That's the – they can't – unless Giroux has a highlight game, they, they can't score. And that's all there is to it. Um, 
I love Sean Couturier, but unless he's with Drew, he's not producing offensively, you know? They need uh, they need more up front. As much as I think you build from your defense, um, I, I, right now I'm thinking a Panarin or, you know, anything that'll – any Mark Stone way up there as well. I really, really am a Mark Stone fan. Um, I would like either of those guys very much. Fourth line or unload Travis Konechny. Jason, man, you didn't watch Justin Williams play, did you? You didn't watch Patrick Sharp play, did you? Yeah, Travis Konechny's the problem. 21-year-olds, no hockey sense. Jesus. It's like you guys don't learn from your mistakes. Bring up Myers. Release AMAC. I would love it. Uh, is Nolan Patrick a bust considering other high draft picks almost always make immediate impacts? Uh, some do, some don't. Uh, you know, some guys just take longer than others. In another draft, he probably wouldn't have been a number one or two pick. Some guys take longer than others. It is way too early to tell if he's a bust. He has given them nothing so far, and that's fair to criticize. But to label a guy to a bust at this point is just why it's just a take for and listen i love having takes i'm a big fan of having takes i I usually have one uh but it's just to call him a buster and to not call him a bust to say no he's going to be a superstar also to say you know what he's going to be now some guys just take longer than others um sean couturier had the two-way game so he kept himself viable in like a 3c role but it's he's 23, 24, 25 before he's really breaking out offensively. Nolan Patrick came into the league at 18, 19, and he was hurt. Um, it's just going to take a little bit, I think. He's not the fastest afoot, so he has to adjust to that. I just think there's going to be a real adjustment period. Sometimes they say bigger guys take longer, and I think he falls into that category. Um, maybe he's going to be a bust. I have no idea. But, uh, I have, yeah, it's we'll see. I think he's got some skills, but also, what is Nolan Patrick great at? You're going to get a shrug from me. What's the thing he does well? What's the thing uh, you watch him and still go, oh, yeah, I don't know. What's the – yeah, I don't know what makes him a great NHL player yet. Uh, Yeah, if they're drunk tomorrow, maybe they can win, you know. Get some of that. Get some of that uh, good Tennessee whiskey in them. Why would Panarin and Carlson come here though? For money, like like everyone else in sports, you go for money. That's that's why. If they end up winning meaningless games down the stretch and drafting anywhere outside of the top eight, this season was a colossal failure. Players don't tank. If the players suddenly start playing, well, that's them. And if it's a bunch of the young guys turning it on at the end, showing you something for next season, that is what it is. Uh, players don't tank. Management tanks. The players on the ice are supposed to go out and try to win. Matt Duchesne on that free agent wish list for you, Bill. I'd like someone a little younger, uh, but I wonder what his price tag is going to be. But I like Duchesne. Trust me, if they went out and got Duchesne, I'd be like, oh, hell yeah. 
Um, he's not in like my top two or three, maybe he's four. I got to give it another look. Um, but I can name three guys right now. I want more than him, but they need talent more than anything. They just need to go out and acquire talent. They need more top end forwards. Um, they don't have enough of those guys and clearly they need another center. So maybe he does fit. Um, I want to keep spots open for Frost and Patrick and stuff, but having Nolan Patrick as your 4C might not be the worst thing in the world. I also think Drew needs to go back to wing. I need him and Couturier together because Couturier, the value of Sean Couturier is playing with, playing against other 1Cs. That's how you get the most out of Sean Couturier. If he's with line mates who are not that I don't want Michael Roffle playing 20 minutes you know I I, I I they need Couturier and Giroux together and they then they need to have depth behind them too and that's the big problem why as much as I want them together I understand why they're not this year um or well to this point now um but yeah they they definitely need some center depth Uh, thank you, Nick. I, uh, I very much appreciate your support. Very much. Sign Matthews and give up the picks. They, first of all, you know, like when you offer, this is something not everyone knows, so I'm not trying to pick on you. I'm just, this is not something everyone knows. When you offer sheet a player, they have to sign it. You know, like someone just asked, why would a, why would a, UF, why would a high-end UFA come here? for the money they they're hitting the market hoping to change teams and rfa like matthews i don't think matthews has much interest at all in in leaving toronto and toronto's not letting him go toronto will make do with whatever they have left uh, after they get their big guys signed they will hope to be able to pull off the chicago pull off the detroit style um pyramid scheme as charlie likes to call it where you go to aging vets like 32 33 year old guys who are ufas and they're still good like they would get a multi multi-year deal deal somewhere and you go to them and say hey brad richards how would you like to play for one or two years one or two million bucks and we can basically write your name on the cup you know like wouldn't you like that uh, and that's what Toronto is going to have to do. They're not going to let these guys go. It might not work. You might just never find this, but they're not letting any of those core pieces go. Let's scroll down here, guys. I'm going to be wrapping up pretty soon. Um, yeah, Matthews isn't leaving Toronto. Arizona will all for sheet Matthews for $14 million, and Toronto will go, we match. Also, Bill, Happy New Year, and thank you for your dedication to let us vent to you. Thank you for hanging out, Teddy. Uh, man, did Hextall not handle Sam Moran correctly? I, Sam Moran was, I mean, he had his chance last year and got hurt, and he would have had, you know, he, he's hurt. There's, he would have had chances. Um, can't make the club in the tub. He had chances. He's going to get a chance this year, too. He'll be playing after the trade deadline. I guarantee you Sam Moran factors into this lineup. After the trade deadline, he'll get a nice little conditioning stint down in the AHL. And then after the rosters expand, he will be up here. All right, guys, I'm going to wrap it up because it is New Year's Eve and we all got drinking to do uh, from everyone at Broad Street Hockey. I would like to wish you a very happy new year. Uh, great luck and prosperousness in 2019 for both 
all of you, and hopefully this goddamn hockey team I love and hate so fucking much. Oh, that's it. Thanks for hanging out. Happy New Year. Happy holidays. Love you guys. Uh, I'll be back sometime or another. My name is Bill Matz. Have a great New Year, everybody. Hi, this is Jim. And this is Max. Check out our podcast, The Step Over, Liberty Ballers Podcast Network, for all of your Sixers' needs. Player analysis, game breakdowns, who would look coolest in a headband, and more. Subscribe to Liberty Ballers Podcast feed on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts, and check out The Step Over, a podcast about Sixers basketball. Mostly. <laughs>